Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Have you had a chance? I, I, I must confess, I did not look at the schedule today. Uh, have you had a chance to watch practice at all? Yeah, practice is, practice is open at 4 on, um, on Tuesdays and 4.45 on Mondays, and those are the two days that we get. Full pads today. Jaden Hazelwood has no dreads. I don't know if he shaved his head or what, but there's no dreads coming out of his helmet. Kate Fortin doing a little second-team work uh, in the fastball stuff, which oftentimes doesn't really mean anything. Uh, they were certainly mixing up the wide receivers, um, you know, with uh, Keytron Bryce and Matt Landers of the first group, um, Harper Cole, Jaden Wilson, uh, Samuel Bakke with the second group. Um, so that's – that's pretty much it. Full pads, a lot of practice on tackling and, dr- and, and various drills. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a short open window for practice. You know, Trey, I, we've talked frequently how ridiculous superstition is, and you may agree or disagree. Surely a player is not blaming his hair for losing that game, is he? I mean, that, that, uh, surely not. You don't think so, do you? I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, oh my cha- just kind of like the same things when uh, – you know, a player changes his number trying to change his mojo up. You know, that's sometimes stuff like that it's works on Darryl levels that Gerald we can't right explain. Now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, how about uh, now? If you want one, that's, if you want to be superstitious, Mike is it Carmack, the who goes to every game of every sport, tweeted Saturday morning bad omen when he saw the Hogs were wearing the white helmets for the first time since the Chad Morris era. Don't you think white helmets would have had a lot more to do with that than Hazelwood's hair? <laughs> I don't know. If you want to be superstitious, if you want sure. to be superstitious, I got to tell yeah. you, I don't like white helmets. I like the red helmets. I yeah, don't were, necessarily dislike them. I just like the red helmets a lot yeah, better. Me too. That's, that's tradition. White on white uniforms, great. Wear red helmets with them. I think the one thing with the white on white, it, it does make them look a lot bigger. Uh, I noted, first noticed that uh, as white so? does. Really? Yeah, I mean, well, white why? does that naturally. If you want to look slimmer, then, you know, wear dark colors. Uh, but I first noticed that when they went all white um, at Texas Tech, um, I think Brett's second year at Arkansas. Yeah. And I just remember yeah. thinking, wow, it's a really big-looking team. Um, just kind of the same way that uh, white shoes make you look faster than black shoes. I've always heard that. At the black shoes, make yeah, yeah, they get a, you get a little shoes, bit of a right. you get a little bit of a trace with your vision, so it makes them look a little faster. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trey, one question I had: I, I physically is one thing, mentally is another thing, and that is being able to put this A&M game behind this Arkansas team. Yeah. What did you see about that mental aspect today for Arkansas? Yeah, we'll probably get a better idea when we talk to some guys after practice today. Rocket Sanders, Trey Knox, Jordan Dominic, Miles Slusher. Um, I mean, you just got to get over the the first loss is always, I think, the toughest one because you know there's you, you start thinking about all the goals that you had and 
going undefeated. Guess what? Arkansas is not going undefeated for the 53rd straight season. So mm-hmm. that's uh, you the know. 126th <laughs> time in 128 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but the first one's always it's always the toughest. Now, I think you have to explain to them, hey, the goals are still out on the table. That's you know, right. Texas a and is not going undefeated through their no. schedule. No. Um, Alabama, if you know, if you're not going to lose another game, it's probably good to start with Alabama, um, yeah. and then your goals can still be there. So that's that's kind of the stuff they have to to talk to them about. Um, you know, I think as big as anything, I mean, we saw the letdown that they had after that fumble. You know, um, mm-hmm. it, there's no question that impacted the rest of the game. It made the rest of the game less fun uh, if you're a Razorback fan for sure, because you felt like you were about to to almost put them away right there so it took them they had not recovered by the third quarter obviously they didn't play very well fourth quarter I felt like they won the fourth quarter so maybe they got over it in that sense and maybe that's I don't know kind of a parallel here with with how they get over the overall loss and you know and you know you got to kind of sit in it for a while and then hey move on because um, if you're not mentally prepared to play Alabama you're going to get your doors blown off at the same time, the other things you got to think about is mistakes that they've made. I mean, you cannot make those kinds of mistakes against Alabama, or you'll get your doors blown off. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of ways that Alabama can just can just hammer you. And if you're not disciplined, if you're you know, if if you do the things like KJ Jefferson did, you know, and and everybody's down, you know, for t- the next two, you know, one and a half quarters or so. Um, there won't be any battling back at the end because they'll make Alabama. You think Texas A&M made you pay for the mistakes? Alabama has always made everybody pay like the maximum penalty for mistakes that they make. Um, so, got to clean things up. Uh, you know, if you go punt, fumble, fumble, punt like they did against Missouri State, you know there won't be any racing back from 17-0. You know, so you have to play almost perfect to beat a team like Alabama, and we've seen Arkansas play almost perfect and come up short, you know, just because of the mistakes they've made at the end of the game. Are you going to ask the Arkansas players if they understand what an absolutely incredible privilege it is to be on the same field as Will Anderson? <laughs> I probably won't face it like that. <laughs> That's kind of he, the way he, he said th- it earlier yeah. today. <laughs> he he thinks nobody deserves to be on the field with him, so I'm I'm yeah. curious. Uh, they disrespect him when they yeah. when they play against him. Yeah. They get on the uh, same field with him. They're disrespecting grief. him. Yeah, right. I don't I don't I don't mind him saying that. I mean, he sa- maybe sounds like a professional wrestler a little bit, but um, <laughs> he's really good. I wouldn't. He's don't really do good. Anything to stir him up. Don't get yeah. him mad. You don't need to do that. <laughs> exactly. That's that's professional wrestler. I love that. Uh, let's talk with uh, Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I got a couple. I, I do want to say I'm, I promise, guys, I'm not calling and talking about switching Malik Horn to be the cornerback or KJ to kick <laughs> or whatever. I, 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 I mean, yesterday I was trying to call in and I I'm listening to the radio and there's a guy hogging the line talking about switching KJ. I mean, uh, Malik to corner and I'm like, what? What? Are, what are we doing? Maybe these, these these guys should screen these guys before they allow people to come on this great show. But anyway, I, I'm not I'm not calling the guy an idiot or anything. There's something some things that people say. You're like, what are they thinking? They definitely shouldn't be talking football with Trey Biddy. 
one was almost picked off, wasn't it? That the yeah. one you're yeah. referring to. Yeah. Yeah. And it, remember it the Warren Thompson. I, yeah. I thought Knox should have pushed that route up a little more, and I thought KJ thought he was going to push that route up a little more, but I could be wrong. I, yeah. I do want to touch on this, too, before I go. Mm-hmm. Arkansas does not throw a lot of screen passes. It was good to see that the other day, and we talk about, you know, I'm going to take the positive because I know Kendall's gotten a lot of hate, and I, I get it. But uh, also on one of those plays, if Hornsby pitches it back to KJ, he's got Trey Knox wide open for a touchdown. I don't know what happened on that play. I can't remember if somebody – if he bobbled the snap or the pitch or if somebody got penetration on it. But uh, anyway, I I just – I do think we do have a chance this week, by the way, guys. I think you got two game breakers in this game, and I'm not calling Drew Sanders Will Anderson, but I'm telling you this kid is special. If we can take the football away a couple times and not turn it over ourselves, that's our chance to win this game. We haven't taken it away in two games. I'm mm-hmm. hoping we get a couple this week. I appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good one. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, you're going to need a couple at least, um, and they haven't had a couple. They haven't had any in, in the last couple of games. Uh, I can remember that year that Ole Miss uh, – Ole Miss beat them twice, uh, back-to-back yeah, years. That's right. And I remember one of those years they beat them, and I believe they had a 5-0 advantage in turnovers. Alabama turned it over five times and almost beat them, almost beat Ole Miss and still turned – I mean, so that just shows you, you know, what you're up against. you got to play dang near perfect against them. As for the, the passes, I can remember – I'm having a hard time remembering the Keytron exactly. I remember the Knox one. I just don't I, – I, I'm sorry, I don't remember exactly, you know, what all took place. I remember the Warren Thompson one. I think that was just an overthrow. I, I felt like I felt like KJ, after the fumble, may have been kind of aiming the ball or maybe worried about making a mistake and, you know, threw some balls a little bit low, threw some balls, or at least one ball, uh, way too high. Um and I just don't know. I don't know on the others. I don't know what the what the route was. So um, I, I think Arkansas has as good a chance to beat Alabama as they've had. Now that doesn't mean they should be favored, and they're not. I mean Alabama's what sixteen and a half point favorite. That's probably that's probably good enough to get action on both sides. Arkansas is the home team. Um, but yeah, they've got as good a chance to beat Alabama as they've had. But that doesn't mean they've ever had. <laughs> that good a chance, really. They've they've come close a few times. Um, you know, only lost by a touchdown last year. Now last year they they got a touchdown pretty late to to make it a seven point game. Um, but 
you, you can't make the mistakes that you've been making, uh, especially these last couple of weeks against a team like Alabama and expect to, to come out with a win. You just, you're just not going to. So got it. They, have, they have to play a very, very clean game to win. And don't count on Alabama turning the ball over. It would be nice if they do, yeah. but don't count on it. They don't do it very often. No, they don't. Let's talk with uh, Mike. Mike, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, guys. Wonderful day to be in Arkansas. Yes, sir. So, Trey, mm-hmm. I, I have to disagree a little bit with the guy who called a while ago about the, the route. Um, but just kind of want want your opinion. Really, I've seen one game with KJ, and I like KJ. He's a good quarterback. He, I would put him in the top forty in the country. But that's about where I'd put him. He's top a good 40? runner. He's he's a really good runner, but he rarely puts a ball on a throw where it's supposed to be. We've had one game, um, the the game before last that he threw well because he had a little more time. But every other game, they're just poorly placed. And we've got good receivers, and we had good receivers last year that made great recoveries on those poorly placed balls. And he's not terrible. He's not like, you know, 10 feet off the mark. But they're just on the wrong shoulder or they're, you know, a foot and a half off the fingertips instead of right on the outside line. I mean, it's just... Could you talk about that just a little bit? And you may disagree with that, but but I've really seen one game where he had throws on target, and everything mm-hmm. else, it's just a little bit in the wrong spot on the throw. I don't totally disagree with that, no. I mean, Thank you, Mike. he's definitely had some moments of inaccuracy. You know, there's no question about that. Um, and there have been some times where I agree with you that, you know, maybe he could have let a guy a little more or maybe threw too low or, or things like that. But I think – what you have to consider is, you know, Jefferson is more than just a, you know, pocket passer. He's one of the best running quarterbacks in the country. Um, I would have to say that's kind of a slap in the face to call him, you know, say there's 39 other quarterbacks better. I, I don't know if you're saying, I don't know if you're just saying he's in the top 40 somewhere or, or if he's 40th or, or what you're saying exactly, but I, I would not agree with that at all. Um, KJ brings so much to the table as far as, um, you know, his leadership and his running ability and, um, you know, choosing his moments and, and things like that. He's not perfect, but nobody nobody is. I mean, Tom Brady doesn't connect on 100% of his passes either. You know, a lot of quarterbacks miss, miss on throws. Uh, so I, I, I would disagree with where you would place him on a quarterback ranking. There aren't many quarterbacks I would take over K.J. Jefferson. And I think he throws the deep ball really well. I think he – and also, you know, you can, we can talk about, you know, maybe he doesn't have the pinpoint accuracy of, um, you know, Brandon Allen, who's been here before. But if the season were to end right now, and Arkansas has played a pretty tough schedule so far, uh, he would shatter the efficiency rating um, all-time at Arkansas. And the completion percentage ranking, I think he's 70, maybe a little over 70% right now. Um, and the record, I think, is 66, 67 maybe. And the efficiency ranking, um, he's somewhere around 175, and the record is like 166 all time. So, you know, that's something to consider too. And 
the guys who set the completion percentage ranking and the efficiency ranking, who are Felipe Franks and Brandon Allen, neither of those guys could scoot like KJ can. Trey, this is my passing chart from the second quarter. Um, I show him six to ten yards on the pass attempt to Trey Knox, and what I've got written there is nearly pick. Yeah, it was almost picked. Uh, then on the one to Hornsby, I've got it zero to five yards, and I've got pass incomplete, pass it was, deflected. It was batted at the line of scrimmage, yeah. Yeah, hit, fingers, dropped. I counted that as a drop. Then in the uh, third quarter, he throws one to the left, uh, pass incomplete to Jaden Hazelwood. I've got open behind, yet I listed it as a drop. And then the one concerning Warren Thompson, I've got that 11 to 15 yards down the field, mm -hmm. pass incomplete high, but then I noted he was open. Yeah, he was open. He definitely threw that high. Um, I guess I would just ask I what's don't know the, if that refreshes what's the, your memory or not. That's, yeah, I'm no, not. no, I, I remember I remember I remember two of the the I thought he said one of those was Keytron Jackson was a, a pass to Keytron Jackson. I don't show um, Jackson. I, a, I remember the I remember the Hornsby on one. Um, the only one I've got to Keytron came in the first half and that was to uh touchdown. I guess I would just ask what's the standard for being what you would consider a good quarterback is it perfection? Hmm. Because nobody it sounds like that. it sounds yeah, like that's what that. he, you know, we're we're picking apart. You know, he wasn't right on the money here, and you know, and all this stuff. Um, you know, look up Texas A&M's pass defense. Also, I mean, look, I take they're, that back. they're ranked they're ranked pretty well. <laughs> Let me correct myself. I've I've got Keytron also in the first quarter, six to ten yards. It was a third down pass. It was pass incomplete. It was behind him, mm -hmm. so he did have two targets. Not just that one. But to your point, Trey, it's exactly, there's not a perfect player. There's never been a perfect game. It just doesn't happen. And when you talk about mistakes, they happen to everybody. You know, Alabama Saturday, or they may win the game. They're really good. They don't make many mistakes, but they'll make some. Yep. Everybody does. Yeah, Bryce Young's thrown two interceptions. Oh, my gosh. And he's still playing? He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think it's I think it's because he's drinking Dr Pepper. What do you think? Okay, let's squeeze in Blue Pig real quick. Blue Pig, I've, I've got you up against the break. You got a quick question or comment for Trey? Well, I, I'd like to start with uh, Ricky White. Ricky White shoes uh, Henderson, and who was the NFL uh, Willie uh, White shoes Johnson? Yeah, they were, and they they looked faster. Willie White, White shoes didn't Johnson. They? Yeah. Right. And, I, and I'd like to say that mistakes are correctable, and I'd like to stick on for the next segment, if you don't mind. All right, we can do that. All right, Trey. Wow, that went in a hurry. That is Trey Biddy of Hawksports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service. <laughs> 